Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this. Final Forms is more than just forms and registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools with things like compliance, communication, and risk management. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with mobile accessibility, has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can help with team communication, uh, attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time that you talked with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started. We also want to thank Huddle for their support. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their team's performance using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Final Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes that really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thanks to Violet Defense for their support of the podcast. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products 
or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while bringing excitement to the gym and creating the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. And we also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, go to sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can call them at 614-981-3589, or as I said, email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. And we want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what hometown ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to North Carolina today, and we're going to be visiting with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Michelle is the athletic director at Union Academy Charter School in Monroe, North Carolina. She has an interesting uh, path that's led her to becoming an AD for the last few years. I'm going to let her tell that story. And she and I connected uh, a couple of weeks ago when I had the very good fortune to be able to present at the North Carolina Athletic Directors uh, State Conference. So Michelle Pfeiffer, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. Excited to be here. Well, uh, we're excited to hear what's going on in your part of the country. So we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that uh, five minute bio or take six minutes if you want to. Uh, where, <laughs> where were you born? Where'd you grow up? Uh, you know, sports involvement and, and that path that I, I alluded to that's led you to becoming the AD. So um, I grew up actually here in Union County, which is right next to Mecklenburg County, right outside of Charlotte in a small town of Marshville. Some of you may have heard of Randy Travis. So um, we always joke that Marshville is the home of not only Michelle Pfeiffer, but of Randy Travis. <laughs> and grew up here, have played sports my entire life from as young as five years old. I started playing softball and basketball 
and um, just enjoyed it. Played all the way through high school, played at the varsity level all four years in high school. Graduated there and went over to um, UNC Chapel Hill. So I became a Tar Heel and continued to play basketball and softball there, basketball on the club level, and then just intramural softball, got into officiating some. I originally wanted to go into pharmacy school. My lifelong dream had always been to go to Carolina. So when I got um, UNC, the original Carolina, for all of your South Carolina Gamecock fans, um, you know, when I first got there, I, I was going into pharmacy school realized that I, that was not the path that I wanted to be. I wanted to be out working with people. And so I ended up getting a chemistry degree and went into pharmaceutical sales for um, about 16 years and covered from UNC and Raleigh and several community hospitals all the way out to the Outer Banks. Um, so I stayed in the eastern part of the state for about 14 years and then moved back to this area um, about 12 years ago and um, wanted to get back to the area so that my children could be around my parents and my brother and his family. And um, at that point in time, they both got enrolled here at Union Academy and um, a lot of ch things were changing in the pharmaceutical industry. And um, you know, my kids started participating in sports. I started coaching my son in basketball You know, when he was four years old. My daughter started cheering and dancing at three years old. I mean, it was just has always been um, a passion in our household and continues to be. And so, um, you know, as I said, a lot of things in the pharmaceutical industry changed and I had a lot more time on my hands and started subbing here at the school. And when I started subbing, my kids at that time were kindergarten and second grade. And I didn't realize then that the travel that my pharmaceutical job was really affecting them. And so they, I just thought, well, they're so young, they don't realize that I'm gone so much. Because at that point in time, I was kind of covering the full Southeast. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe I need to think about this. Well, good Lord intervened and knew what was best for our family. And um, we had an opportunity here at Union Academy to where I could take on a high school science teaching position who happened to be a softball coach. And so my first year here at UA, I was in high school teaching and coaching softball. Continued doing that for two or three years and then moved into the assistant athletic director position and had that position for four years and then moved in as a full-time athletic director in February of 2020. So that's kind of how I ended up here. Well, again, not, uh, not that traditional path. Uh, and I'm going to say there's there's not that many athletic directors probably in the country that have a chemistry uh, undergrad <laughs> degree. Um, so, very and, and then, you know, that background has definitely helped because not only in my role as an assistant AD and now as an AD, I also served as our school's first responder. Um, and filling in when our athletic trainers have either covered for other events or have been out. And so having that background and having worked in that medical field, um, definitely, I still get a taste of it with having that secondary role here at the school. I, I was going to ask uh, if there were any, any things that have come up in the job, uh, you know, the, the school related job uh, that were that chemistry or pharmaceutical background would come in handy. And you just answered that. So very yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely still enjoy that. And having that background, you know, we can get those doctor's notes in or 
you know, assessing injuries and or being able to have that communication with the parents has definitely come in valuable. And then I continue to keep teach sports medicine here at school. And so I still get that passion that I have for that medical side too. So you got the best of, uh, sounds like all three worlds there, you know, very, very, cool. very good, a very good position, a lot of work, but very good position. For our listeners, uh, we're visiting today with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's the athletic director at Union Academy High School, and that's in Monroe, North Carolina. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that provides schools with things like compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like uh, mobile accessibility and has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms related with athletic participation. Final Forms can help with team communication, with attendance, and certification management for coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, uh, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation, and it's ADA compliant. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with final forms. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Michelle Pfeiffer from Union Academy High School, Charter High School in North Carolina. Michelle, uh, you shared a little bit about, uh, you know, starting out in pharmaceuticals and getting involved at the school level as a teacher and a coach. Uh, share, if you can, uh, that transition from uh, teacher coach to athletic director, uh, what we say coming to the other side of the desk. Uh, what were some of those experiences like getting started? Um, there was definitely some challenges. I, I would say first thing that pops into my head is that moving from being a teacher and a coach into then continuing to teach and being an assistant athletic director was that time management and being able to um, balance my time, making sure that I was still covering everything I need to do and being the best teacher that I could be in the classroom, but then also keeping my responsibilities um, to the athletic department. And the reason that I wanted to pursue that path is, as I said earlier, you know, we've always had, I've always had a passion for sports and I just have always been able to connect with the kids in my time here um, at UA on that level. And even before I moved into this position, I'm at their ball games and I'm their biggest supporter. And in the classroom, I was always, and I continue to be an advocate for the student athletes with their, even their other teachers, because it, I truly, truly feel that student athletes get the best of both worlds because they are a student in the classroom, but they're then continuing their education after the bell rings because there's a lot of things that sports teach um, that you cannot get in any other avenue of life that can set them up for a lot of successes in life and how to handling um, controversy and being able to deal with people and even dealing with coaches that they don't like. I mean, you're gonna, if you're gonna play any length of time, you're gonna always have that coach that you don't like. 
So, um, you know, transitioning over into that role as far as an assistant AD, it was not necessarily a quote unquote big transition except for the time part of it because I did still have that classroom time. Um, it just added a lot more work when it came to scheduling and being able to be there um, at a lot more events for the time, making sure that we had volunteers in place for concessions and admissions and even cleanup. But I wanted to, when the opportunity came um, open for the full-time athletic director position, I valued those relationships that I had set up with the students or that I had developed with the students. And I had those students that keep coming back, hey, I'm doing this in college, or hey, can I help you with this? And in fact, I had a one of my students that graduated two years ago reach out to me last week and can you help me with some organic chemistry here that I'm facing college. And so I wanted to be involved as fully as I could in their life and helping them to be most successful. So transitioning over and instead of having to develop that um, teaching plan for the week for the quarter then it just kind of moved into I'm creating schedules and bus schedules and making sure to keep, um, you know, that line of communication open. So instead of now talking directly on a daily basis with those team um, teachers that I would be working with, then I'm talking on a daily basis with my coaches and other athletic directors in the area. Now you, you mentioned schedules and uh, for our listeners, obviously you can't see this, but I'm looking over Michelle's shoulder in her office and uh, you know, she's got all her sports schedules up there on the wall. It's exactly the way I had it set up in my office. So I'm having flashbacks there. Uh, that's uh, that's cool. Uh, uh, again, uh, having a former student uh, call you up for help with organic chemistry. Uh, you know, my son's a, a senior at Florida State right now. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, I'll, I'll remember that reference. I'll give him your email if he has any challenges in his uh, chem classes. And I guess uh, I'm a little weird because for some reason, everybody always talks about how they hated organic. And that was my favorite. And so, uh, oh, yes, well, you are indeed weird well, if that was your favorite <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned those schedules and those there's never a day that doesn't go by that I'm not changing one of those schedules up there on that board. I mean, that is a never ending process. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like in the classroom where you have to be adaptable and change that lesson plan because you've got a fire drill that happens or, you know, oh, we've got this new um, person coming in to speak to our seniors about graduate you know you're constantly having to be move that around that's the same concept with these schedules yeah you know you, you also mentioned a, a a key point i think for our listeners you know uh so many athletic directors even full-time let's say full-time athletic directors uh they still have teaching duties or they're still coaching uh when i first became an ad uh i was still the head football coach i taught a couple weightlifting classes uh, my last couple of positions, um, and, and again, this was all at private schools, uh, I was a full-time AD, so I had the time to do the job. Uh, I always like to ask, what's your uh, you know, work situation there? Are you a full-time AD or are you still coaching? I am a full-time AD, um, and as far as coaching, I feel like that I coach every day, whether it's my student athletes or whether it's my coaches, but um, in the typical setting I'm not coaching anymore however um, I am actually coaching a softball game this afternoon because my softball coach had a, a death in the family so I uh, will be stepping in this afternoon as a softball coach and that is one thing that I have told all of my coaches is that they know that I'm here as a support system now you know if my swim coach comes to me and says hey I need you to run 
um, run practice today, my first question is going to be, is your assistant going to be there? Because that's not my forte. Now, put me on a football sideline, especially with offensive linemen, or you put me on basketball, softball, soccer, then I'm good to go. But I want to make sure that I do what's best for those kids, but I would absolutely step in and coach at any point in time. No, absolutely. Great point. And uh, I've done that many times, or I did that many times in my career, you know, assume that, you know, head coach responsibility role, but I made sure there were some assistants there uh, to help with those sports that I had you know, really no clue about. Right. And, are, and that's one thing in those sports is where I, I enjoy attending them, not out of an obligation that I have to be there. But I tell our soccer coach every time that I'm at a game, I learn something new about soccer. And it, it's great, too, for those kids to see, you know, us, you know, out there at those sports yes. that, you know, they might not notice. I'm sure we're there, you know, doing our walkthroughs and things like that. But it's great for them to see, wow, the AD's here. That's pretty cool. Yes. And, and I push our teachers at high school and middle school level all the time. I, they need to see your faces. They need to see your faces because then I – believe that those kids really start and realize that these teachers care about who they are, not just inside that classroom wall. Oh, absolutely. For our listeners, we're visiting today with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's the athletic director at Union Academy Charter School in Monroe, North Carolina. We're going to take another break here from our sponsors, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank our good friends at Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle is built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs, and even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest levels. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches at the college level that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. You want to find out more? about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Michelle Pfeiffer from Union Academy Charter School in North Carolina. Michelle, we always like to ask our uh, ADs about the mentors that they've had in their lives. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who have been some of the people that have helped you along the way? Um, the very when I, the question is posed to me and the very first person that always comes to mind um, is of course my parents. And I know that that is a, um, a very common answer, but it, it is honestly the best answer that I can give. And as I say that, I'm tearing up and getting chill bumps because they were um, and have been and continue to be so um, supportive for me. Um, I have many, many memories um, of going from a basketball game and changing in the car to a softball game or, you know, moving because our basketball team, you know, would be in the playoffs, but then we're starting the spring season and 
I'll never forget my parents made a decision to move from a car to a minivan so that Michelle could stand up in the back and change clothes. And, you know, just always having that them at the games and making sure I was at practices and just setting that framework of hard work and persevering through is going to bring benefits long after you get through playing ball. Um, and so then when I step outside of that, I think about one of my coaches um, in high school, and I continue to talk to him today. I mean, I won't say how many years ago that was, but, you know, it's definitely 20 plus years ago um, that coach Eddie Rivers was my coach in high school down at Forest Hills High School um, for softball. And I have so many great memories of the bus rides and games and pictures, but what really sticks out to me and one thing that I just think about so much um, with Coach Rivers is we he developed a nickname for all of us and continued um, to be called this up until a couple years ago when he retired as he became pop I mean that was pop it wasn't even Coach Rivers anymore it's pop you know but um, he always took the time to make sure that we were okay outside of the diamond he always wanted to make sure that we were doing all right how how was the supper last night or things like that or you know, you're struggling in a class. What can I do to help? And then when I moved away and went to Carolina um, for school, I have a box full of letters that he would continue to send to me, you know, every two weeks, every month for that first 18 months of time that I was in college. Hey, how are you? And sometimes it would just be a quick, hey, you just want to check in thinking about your pop, you know, and just and talking with um some of my former teammates and other people that I have known that had played for him later, he did that for all of his players. And um, that just really sticks out. It was a big mentor for me because it showed that compassion that he had for the athletes as a person and not just what they could create and do on the field. It wasn't about the winnings and, you know, it wasn't about, hey, can we go get a championship ring? It was let's make you the best person that we can be. And so, I mean, those are definitely a couple of my strong mentors um, that I've had along my path. And there are many, many others. As I sit here and I say that, I think about other teachers. Yeah, I've got a Miss Hyatt, Miss Stigall, and you know, just things that they have taught me in different aspects of my life along the way. But yeah, definitely my parents and um, my and Coach Rivers. And even now, I, some of my mentors and people think I'm crazier are my two children is because I'm learning from them every day on how to be a better person. Now, again, I always love to hear these stories. And it's it's always very clear that, you know, each individual, you know, you, you know, now you're mentoring that next generation. So, uh, you know, it, it never stops that journey. Yeah. Um, and some of the best things, you know, the memories that I have and in, in being in the one that mentor now is a couple of weeks ago, you know, UNC was on that championship run for basketball. And I had um, four of my former players slash students that were sitting up in the Dean Smith Center in Chapel Hill watching the game. And I'm actually down at the North Carolina ADA meeting. I'm sitting in the hotel room getting ready to watch it and I get a FaceTime call and it's these four babies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it just made my night because they you know, thought they were sitting there in the midst of this fun time and they thought about me to call me. So that it, it, every bit of these long hours worth it when you get a phone call like that. Oh, no, absolutely. What a great, uh, what a great memory. And thanks for sharing that. 
Um, talking about journey, uh, we, again, we have a, a lot of younger ADs that listen to the podcast, and I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that you know you and I uh, have taken, and many others on with our state association and with the NIAAA. So, share a little bit about you know where you're at. How did you first become aware of uh, you know the North Carolina ADA Association, and and you know what's your involvement right now with NIAAA? Well, um, but as I moved into becoming an assistant AD, I got really involved in taking the courses through the in, um, National Federation of High School Learn website. And so I made sure to go through all those courses and not only taking my required courses, but then continuing to get my accredited interscholastic coach and certified interscholastic coach levels, which are now moving over to that level one, level two, level three coaching status. And so that was something I had done before moving into the AD role. Um, full time. Well, as I said earlier, I moved into this position in February of 2020. And we can all remember what happened about a month later, which is when COVID, the COVID pandemic really hit the United States and the world at that time. Um, and it, one of the things that I pushed my coaches to do during that time was continue their courses and really increase the number of courses that they took. Hey, we can't have athletics. We're not on the sidelines right now. Let's, con let's get these classes. And so we were able to receive a level one honor, um, honor roll certification through the NFHS. I have always believed in that we have to take every day and learn something every day. And I've always been, I want to get better. I want to continue my learning. I want to do something. And so after receiving the CIC certification through the NFHS and going through the NCHSA coaching um, uh, meetings every year, the North Carolina ADA became something that I really wanted to pursue. And I looking at getting my certified master's um, certification. And I had said that as a plan from day one, that that is something that I wanted to do. Well, of course, the challenges with COVID and being a full-time AD, um, that it was just not the right timing. And so now that I've got my feet wet and we're here two years out and everything seems back to as normal as possible, um, I started taking my courses uh, um, several months ago and have currently got all of my basic courses out of the way. And I'm in the process of scheduling my CAA exam and working towards getting my master's. So that, that's where I are. That's where I are. That's where I am. So. Well, um, for our listeners, we're recording this on uh, April 27th, and our Florida FIAAA conference is this coming Saturday. So, Michelle, if you can make it down to Orlando this weekend, you know, you can sit for the exam, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll count you on Florida's uh, uh, roster there. But, we'll go ahead uh, and get that. I would not have a problem with that other than we've got prom this weekend, and I don't think... <laughs> would be very happy about that <laughs> no but but again that that's so great to hear that uh you're pursuing uh, a number of professional development uh activities you know through the national federation you know the certified coaching program uh going to your state conference and uh you know taking those workshops and then as you alluded to you know uh one by one taking care of the NIAAA's required courses so uh as uh, someone who uh, spent many years on the NIAAA's National Certification uh, Committee, uh, you know, we thank you for that uh, dedication. So it's definitely, you, you get a little bit out of everything. Um, and, you know, I've always told myself, my kids, my students, my coaches, that we've got to have that goal of continuing to better ourselves. And 
and things that I've already implemented just from going through these courses and that from the conference a couple of weeks ago and things that I'm like, okay, this is what we need to do to make this better. I mean, and it's only going to improve our athletic department and again, all of our student athletes and coaches. No, absolutely. That's what you try to do. Okay. Again, for listeners, we're visiting with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's the athletic director at Union Academy Charter School in Monroe, North Carolina. We're going to take another quick break, but please stay with us. We'll be back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. We actually had one of the very first sideline interactive video boards in Florida, still have it in our gym, and it's a great tool. You really need to check these folks out. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, or you can call them at 832-786-0302 to see a live web demo of their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Hey, welcome back. Uh, our interview today is with Michelle Pfeiffer from Union Academy Charter in Monroe, North Carolina. Michelle, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, now it's the time where we like to try and share some best practices. So what are some things that you do at uh, Union Academy that when you take a step back, you can say, boy, we really do a great job with this. Uh, do you have any best practices? Um, when I, The first thing that comes to my mind kind of goes back to the, what we were talking about in the last segment is pushing my coaches to continue to look at new ways um, to find improving their education. I mean, again, we can always learn something new. And so I want to continue to push them, find another class, find, you know, let's say my soccer coach doesn't have a clue about tennis, go ahead and take a tennis class. I mean, it may become a passion for them. So I definitely think that one of our best practices is not only holding my coaches responsible for what the NCHSA requires as their courses, but each year they are, they are required to complete a second and a third course on top of those. So I've got to get, have them do two additional courses um, through the NFHS Learn website to where they are, you know, continuing to improve their practices. Um, another thing that I, we are very strongly focused on is that Union Academy is a nationally recognized charter school for character, a community, a character charter school or character school. And so we hold our um, students response, our high school students responsible for completing 105 hours of community service prior to graduation. They are not able to walk if they don't get those 105 hours in. So I have our coaches set up times to where we do various community service projects as a team. Now, that's, of course, is not a way for them to get their all of their 105 hours, but it's definitely a way that each year, each of our teams are going out into the community, working together um, for the good of the community, but it's also a great team building, a team building 
moment for them that they get to be together outside of their field of play. So that is another requirement that we hold our coaches um, to and something that we are very, very proud of is that we did get that national recognition for the second, fifth year, they go in five years increments. And so this was the second time last year that we became a nationally recognized school of character. And we, the last thing that we are very, very excited about, and this was something that got started a couple of years ago, is that our campus is a K-12 campus. And so we've got, um, you know, the babies that are in fifth grade, all the, or sorry, that are five years old, all the way up to our seniors that are getting ready to graduate and go into the next part of their lives. Well, each month, our seniors usually, but um, it, anybody in our um, high school athletic department will go and read to a classroom or they'll have, or they'll have a buddy that let's say we've got a high school basketball player. Well, he will go and find a middle school basketball player and that's his buddy for the season. And he'll leave little, you know, Hey, good luck in the game or great job or it's your birthday or thinking about you little, you know, drop offs in their classroom. And so that buddy system and that interaction of our older athletes with those younger athletes. And um, we're very lucky that we have a rec organization that caters to those younger athletes. So then we have those high schoolers that will come in and be the referees for their games, or they'll run the clock, or, or they'll be there on the sidelines doing water. And so that is something that we are very, very proud of here at Union Academy is having that growth because as we were talking about earlier, that mentor and if one of these little five-year-olds looks back and walking down the hallway and they see a, a senior, they're like, oh, hey, you know, they knew him by name or, hey, you were at my ball game. And it just really, that again, that community um, wide feeling here on our campus. I really love those examples. Um, you know, we used to do, you know, very similar, you know, the reading programs with the little kids and, and the buddy programs. And it, it, it's, it's not anything related to, you know, skill acquisition or strength and conditioning or right. team, but it's those types of things. And you know, this, that uh, are part of that whole culture that help create, you know, success on the court or success on the field, you know, very cool stuff. Uh, Michelle, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit and find out more about how you do things at Union Academy, uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, obviously, the easiest way, um, you know, since I'm not able to send out an email would be to visit the Union Academy website and go into our employee directory and click on my name there. Um, but if you've got a pen and a paper, you can write down my email address is M Pfeiffer, which is P-H-I-F is in Frank, E-R at unionacademy.org. And um, that's definitely the easiest way. And if you reach out, don't be surprised if you get that email back at three or four o'clock in the morning, because there's definitely not enough time hours in the day some days. <laughs> All right. Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> Union Academy in uh, Monroe, North Carolina. We're going to take another break, but we will be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. 
or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to our interview with Michelle Pfeiffer from Union Academy Charter School. Uh, Michelle, one of the questions we've been asking our ADs has to do with you know, this idea of developing toughness. A uh, hundred years ago, when I was in high school, uh, you know, my coaches would say things like, you know, come on, guys, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And we knew what they meant. Um, I think in the many years since I was in high school, uh, we've learned better ways to communicate to our kids and, and get these ideas across. But in my opinion, toughness is still an important component of sports and, and of life. So my question to you is this, how can we help kids develop this characteristic of toughness while also being sensitive to and aware of the very real uh, challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing that I never had to go through? Uh, do you have any advice for us? Well, it, when I think about that question, the first thing, of course, that comes to my mind is along the same lines that you said, well, you got to suck it up. I mean, again, playing softball and basketball, they can be pretty aggressive. I always joke about how you never thought about girls basketball, but it is a lot more aggressive a lot of times than basketball, just that physicality part of it. And growing up, you know, you hear, oh, if, if you ain't got a bone sticking out or rub some dirt on it, get back in the game. And that is definitely not something that we can tell this generation now. Um, and so we do have to find new ways to reach them and teach them how to be tough, how to be resilient. And we can't, as athletic directors and as coaches, walk away from that responsibility, even though with the way that social media is, everybody's got the cell phones out, everybody's recording everything that you, we have to walk and make sure we're doing the right thing because you never know when we're on that video of fussing at a kid or grabbing that face mask and get back in there or whatever, um, that fear, but we can't walk away from it because as I said early on in this discussion, sports and athletics teach life leadership skills that cannot be taught anywhere. It teaches working together. It teaches being able to not be the best all the time, having to continue to persevere, having to be adaptable, playing in the rain or move into a new position. And so some of the advice that I give to coaches is all goes back into we've got to know our athletes. We've got to know how to communicate to them. Um, and my son is a football player, and this probably I can be very hard on him at times too, is he responds to that, let me grab that face mask and hey, get back in there. Now that being said, you know, that what are you doing? What were you thinking? But he comes out of it uh, on the other side. That's what I'm talking about with the big hat, you know, slap on the back. My daughter, on the other hand, being raised completely the same way, I can look at her and what I do, you know, and it's kind of starts, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So even two children in the same household will react different. So it goes back to the coaching is that you may have those 15 baseball players. Well, you need to know that this baseball player, number 15, is going to respond to, let's get in there, boy, let's rub some dirt on it. But number three over here might need it. Okay, buddy, you're okay. 
And each time that we can communicate with those kids on a level and help them figure out how I get through these difficult moments, it's only going to teach them to keep pushing, making them tougher when they get that um, denial letter into a college that they really wanted to, or they are turned down for a job offer that they really wanted, then they're like, okay, I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to get back in there, but I'm going to do it on my own terms and the way that coach Williams showed me how to do it. Yeah. And secondary to that part, I think uh, athletic directors can help not on, not parenting in the household, but during our meetings that we have with our parents, kind of go through that moment to let our coaches coach and make sure that the parents are stepping outside of that for those couple of hours. You're trusting us with your athletes to be on our team. Now trust us in that we are learning the best your child and how to teach your child, not just the best way to kick a soccer ball or to be a goalie, but also the best way to deal with different challenging moments. Uh, I, I love the examples that, that you gave because it took me back to my own uh, football coaching days. Uh, I had a, a quarterback, a three-year starter, great kid, but he was that kid that thrived on, you know, come on and, uh, you know, getting in his face and, and also giving instruction. Uh, when he graduated, uh, his replacement um, was a much more, let's say, physical specimen of an athlete. <laughs> But it didn't take me very long to realize that when I did that to him, you know, come on, uh, he would just wilt. And right. uh, I, I had to really, uh, some of my assistants would say uh, they could see the veins popping out of my head as I was calmly, you know, coaching the kid. But you're absolutely right. You, you've got to find that best way to reach each kid and help them do their very best. Uh, very and, and along those same lines, when we do that, then each kid is also teaching us something new as well. Yeah, a, a great story. And again, I keep, hate to keep talking about my own personal experiences with my own children, but um, my son's football coach here at Union Academy, Justin Frazier, he tells a great story to where he was really on my son at a practice one day, which I was 1000% supportive of. Get on him when you got to get on him. And, um, and then he's like, well, my son then walks up and taps him on the shoulder. He's like, coach, it's okay. We're, we've got Cardinal pride. We're going to be just fine. And it kind of made my coach step back and be like, okay, yeah, I know I can get on this kid, but maybe I sometimes just got to laugh things off too. And, you know, it, it just became a teaching moment for him because he's like, oh, well, it's time to kind of laugh that off. And um, he actually battled cancer last year and has been able to get back on the sidelines this year. And that in and of itself has just been a very great moment for our football program and our athletes and teaching perseverance and toughness and resilience and not giving up and continuing to believe in what you need to believe in. I'm so glad you shared that aspect. And, you know, the, uh, for me, the thing that rings true about that anecdote is, you know, your son went up and said, Hey, coach is going to be okay. But he was able to do that because of a thousand other interactions that that coach had had with him at a different personal level to where the kid felt comfortable and, and knew, all right, this coach is on my back. 
uh, because I need to, you know, get better in this area. And that's just his style. That's how he communicates. But, you know, your son knew that the coach cared about him. That's why. 1,000%. Yeah. So again, that, yeah. I think that's the point that, that some coaches and ADs miss. And I think a lot of parents miss too. They don't get to see those thousand other interactions. Uh, they just see that one time on the sideline, uh, you know, where the coach is, uh, let's say, coaching at a higher intensity. Okay. Hi, great way to put it. Great way to put it. We, I had a prime example of that earlier this year with one of my coaches is um, myself and our high school principal was actually at a practice. It was beautiful. It was one of these warm days finally back in February and we were at a practice and I bet you we heard a thousand times that day. Good job. Great job. All this positive reinforcement, negative work. And then one comment was made like, well, that was stupid. Mm -hmm. and it, it was not directed towards a player. It was not directed towards anybody in particular. It was more directed towards, well, that was not a smart decision with how you played the ball. Well, of course, then you're, the players are leaving there thinking, oh, well, I'm stupid. And so it's kind of like that whole moment to where you've got to have that relationship to where, okay, this, I, they forget all this positive. Um, just because of one or two comments. And if you've got that relationship, as we've mentioned, then they understand this is not a personal attack. This is him or she helping to make me better. No, absolutely. It's all part about being a great coach. You know, very yes. good. Well, Michelle, this was a, a really cool, uh, you know, seeing you again, you know, connecting with you, uh, but we're not done. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. So in just a minute, we're gonna take a break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack as they sponsor our AD's toolbox. And when we come back, uh, I'm gonna challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only gonna let you put three things in their toolbox. So uh, let's hear from Athletic Surveys and then we're gonna come back and find out what's gonna go into Michelle Pfeiffer's athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes that really do love your program and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Well, we have been visiting with Michelle Pfeiffer, the athletic director at Union Academy Charter School in Monroe, North Carolina. Uh, certainly knows her way around the world of athletics, but right now I'm going to task her with sending out a brand new AD, but I'm only going to let her put three things in their toolbox. Michelle, what three items are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? 
Let's see, for a new AD, the very first thing that I would mention to them would be a planner and a box of different color pens with whiteout. Um, I know, you know, in the age of technology and computers that we really rely on the digital calendars. Um, and, it, and, it, and it works for a lot of people, but it is very, very beneficial to me. And I have, you know, had other people move in this direction to have that paper calendar of a planner and we have our sports listed by certain colors. And so you can take any particular day and it'd be right there in front of you. And you say, all right, this is what I've got going on today. This is where I've got this team going. I've got to go paint a field. So um, definitely white out and uh, bots of colored pens with your planner would be the number one thing that I would tell any new AD they had to have in their toolbox. Um, number two, I would put maybe, a timer or a stopwatch. Um, it is very easy to spend your entire day on this job, especially in these spring sports when you've got 14 or 16 different teams that's going on. If you've got middle school and high school that you're responsible for. Um, and being able to hit that stopwatch and say, okay, I've got to walk away from it. I've got to take a minute of time just to be able to walk away and catch my breath and see my family and um, sit down and actually eat a meal instead of eating a Slim Jim and peanut M&Ms as you're walking out to the field or to a bus. Um, so definitely, I would say that um, you needed to have that stopwatch and, or that moment to just, I've got to stop. And then the, um, a third thing is making sure that you have a good support system and coaching staff, that you're not afraid to um, get rid of some of the bad apples if you've got some bad apples and, you, and that you've got that support staff that you know that you can trust. You got a baseball team that's leaving out this afternoon at 1.15. I know that my coach is going to do the right thing, not only for the game, but on the bus, coming home, making sure to take care of his players and on the field of play. Um, so making sure that you've got the right people in place and not being afraid to challenge them and push them um, if you're seeing that there it, it, are any issues and continuing to make them better, but then also celebrating and rewarding them um, out of the positives that they do. And I know you said only three, but I cannot in the segment without saying you've got to be able to um, have that willingness to work with people and patience. Uh, and um, that's never needed more in today and not just in athletics, but with us as a society and is accepting each other and that we all have our differences, but be willing to take a moment to hear what other people have to say. Oh, I have no problem with the adding a fourth tool uh, like that. And, and all of them were great. Uh, and, uh, you know, you and I were talking a little bit about, you know, the, uh, you said the planner, um, you know, I would tell uh, our coaches that, you know, you might have a game on the website, you know, you might have a game on your computer, but if it's not in my planner, that game doesn't exist. So, yeah, exactly uh, true. <laughs> I mean, cool. you know, and out, you can't have all those color pencils without having that white out though. So especially in the spring and here in the Southeast is constantly changing. Yeah. Well, I, I already alluded to that. Uh, we're kindred spirits because I can still see that uh, those schedules over your shoulder there in your yep. office, uh, <laughs> taking me back to my office. 
Michelle Pfeiffer, thanks again for being a guest on the podcast. If one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit more, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? Um, you can visit our website at unionacademy.org and um, go to our employee directory and find me that way. Or you can email me at mpfeiffer at unionacademy.org. All right. Uh, again, thanks so much for being on the podcast today and all the best moving forward. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it, um, time flew by. So I hope that some of your listeners was able to get a little bit of knowledge out of today. Oh, I'm sure. Very good stuff today. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews uh, are being uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be back again tomorrow with more great interviews. Thanks for listening and have a great day.